Free Kicks is up next. But first, take a listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Howard Sudbury. I'm Steve Baskerville. And on the next Back to You, we have one of the best newsmen that we ever worked with in Chicago. His name is Jay Levine. Jay, are you ready to step into this uh, podcast? No one's ready to go into the ring with you guys, but you know something? I'm going to give it my best. <laughs> We're going to have some fun. This ought to be terrific. Jay Levine on the next Back to You. This might be the highlight of his career. Yeah. <laughs> Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. Back again for another episode of Free Kicks. Uh, it's Rick Kempfer and Adam Howarth. Adam, how are you doing today? Doing great. Yeah. Doing great. Adam showed up five minutes early today, so uh, we're really ready to rock it. Yep. It's always <laughs> nice when my son wakes up in a better mood than usual to get him off to school a little bit quicker, so it's always good. Yes. Uh, Adam has uh, three three kids. That's right. Uh, two boys and a girl. Yes. Uh, daughter out of college now. Yep. Yep. Son uh, is a junior in high school. That's and right. then the youngest one is how old? He's in fifth grade. Fifth grade. I mean, wow, he's in fifth grade I know, already. I know, It's kind of scary. I've yeah. known him since he was a little pup. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so we're, we're just a couple of dads doing a show together. Really, that's what we are. That's right. That's right. And we uh, talk about our favorite league, which is the English Premier League. And the first thing we have to know is what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? So here's my tip to the youngsters out there um, and the <laughs> oldsters. Uh, there's a good reason not to gamble yeah. on, on Premier League football, and I think it can be best summed up with these four words, Wolves 2, City 0. Wow, what a game. How oh, about that? I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. I, I think uh, I think that might be one of the biggest upsets uh, you know, that I can remember in recent memory. I felt like we were just saying this a couple of weeks ago I when know. Norwich did it. But this was, this was, I think, even a bigger one because it was at home for Man City. Right. They were hosting. And, and Wolves have been struggling most of the season. Yeah. Although they got a big win last week, which probably helped with their confidence. But, uh, yeah, two kind of transition breakaway goals. Right. Uh, Tamari scored fantastic, slotted them in past yeah. the goalkeeper. And... What a way! What a way to finish the game. Last ten minutes, really, was when it all took place. That's right. How did they call it? Against the uh, flow of play. That's Is right. That, yeah, uh, against the run of the game. Against the run of the game. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what a great result for Wolves. I mean, that's going to really push them. You know, up to that, uh, hopefully, probably more mid-table, which is where they should be anyway. I, I think that's right. I think they were. Uh, they were just struggling early on. They just—I mm. think they had, you know, with the Europe League, uh, you yeah. know, they've got—they had a little too much stuff going on, yeah, and maybe got overextended a bit. And now they've kind of settled in and figured yeah. out how to do it exactly. But so, what do, as a coach with the tactical point of view, what did they do to stop City? Well, I think they did a great job defensively, yeah. obviously. I mean, they were definitely tucked in a lot more, very compact as a group. And, you know, we talk about the, the priorities, you know, even with our grassroots coaching courses, we talk about what's the first thing you should do as a defender. It's protect the goal. And <laughs> I tell you what, they did a great job of protecting the goal. <laughs> I mean, they had people in, in spaces clearing off the line doing everything they needed to do. And it's just a commitment. And I think that yeah. was the biggest thing that the you saw from the Wolves team. That, that is true. If you're, if you're playing back, 
They can't beat you with their speed. Right. Right. Uh, and they have tons of speed. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're compact, they can't beat you with their passing, even yeah. though their passing is tremendous. Yeah. Because they can't get through that last third. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, it may not get, be the most exciting no. football. <laughs> no. I mean, and, and that's what's nice about it is they're able to catch them on transition. And, and as much as Man City has had in terms of trouble with their defenders, because basically they're putting midfielders in as center backs as much money as they had. Yeah putting Fernandinho in as a centre-back. I know. That gives you an idea of where they're at. So they're struggling defensively. Vincent Company was a big loss. Yeah. He was a, even though he had lost a step and was not the, the same guy that he had been, he held that back together. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, and I'm not certainly one to give Pep some advice, but here's a little <laughs> bit of advice, Pep. Sit down, Pep. <laughs> Adam's got um, some news for you. I, I tell you. Why they didn't get another center back in when company left, yeah. they should have got another center back in. Right. Um, that was probably one regret I'm sure they have. And I wouldn't be surprised if they bring somebody in. But, you know, because they've lost a couple of, you know, Laporte's out and John Stones is out. So now they've downed two center backs. They're going to have to bring somebody in in the transfer window in January. Um, right. Real quick because those guys are out for a little while. Right. And they uh, they have money. Yeah. And they've never been afraid to spend it. Right. Exactly. So I, I I guess that that's probably a pretty sure thing that something like that is going to happen. Yeah. They can get whoever they want. Not a problem. Right. So when you look at the table, which uh, I, I just did this morning, mm-hmm. um, it is starting to settle in a little bit. Um, the only real surprise in that top six, if you ask me, is Crystal Palace. Yeah. They're in yeah. there at number six. Uh, you got Chelsea at five. Yeah. Which is a good result for them, I think, so far. Right, uh, yeah, doing well. Um, and Leicester City at four, mm-hmm. right? So they're kind of a surprise, too. But Leicester City just won the championship a few years ago. Not a big shock. Sure. Crystal Palace, that game against uh, um, West Ham, that yeah. was an excellent game. Yeah, it was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, it went back and forth, and they squeaked out a 2-1 win. And, uh, yeah, I thought they played pretty well, actually. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, obviously it was a, a battle of the old managers, so yeah. to speak. <laughs> How old are they? Do you uh, know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's interesting. I was looking them up. I mean, you got Pellegrini. He's yeah. late, late 60s, I think 66. And then okay. you've got Roy Hodgson, who's a, in his 70s. Okay. Um, so you've got two old dudes there on the sidelines, but they're jumping up and down. I saw Roy Hodgson was pretty excited when he got there. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And it's amazing when you look, I looked at their, who they've coached. They coached some pretty amazing teams. I mean, you've got Real Madrid, oh, yeah. obviously the England national team with Hodgson and Inter Milan. These guys have coached some phenomenal teams. And Pellegrini, wasn't he at Man City? Didn't he? Yes. He won the league, I exactly, think. Exactly, yeah. He's coached Real Madrid, Man yeah. City, arguably two of the biggest teams in the world. Right. Um, Villarreal, he was there for a fair bit as well. And then you've got Hodgson, who's coached national teams as well as, you know, he's coached Switzerland national team, England national team, Inter Milan, Liverpool (laughs) for a little bit. That's right. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's been around as well. And Pellegrini still has that Beatles haircut, (laughs) which, uh, you know, (laughs) probably he's had since the 60s. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, the Chilean ambassador, that's for sure. Yes. So that was a a good game, Um, I have to say. The... uh, uh, West Ham is another team that I think is 
is on the cusp. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they have good moments. We're going to go see them. Yes, that's right. We'll against see Chelsea. That's right, yeah. That's a home game for Chelsea we're going to, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. At, at the bridge. What day is that? It's November 20-something? No. Yeah, it's right. It's the Saturday, the end of, I think, November 30th, something like that. Okay. Now, that might get moved to the Sunday, depending on right. midweek stuff that goes on with Carabao Cup and different things. But it's either Saturday or Sunday. But we'll go regardless. We'll go really Yeah, it's going to be one of those two days because they've got to get the game in, yeah. Okay, now, if as a, a Chelsea supporter, I shouldn't bring bubbles. No, correct? definitely okay. not. All right. <laughs> you might be the only person in the crowd. You might not be able to get back out, just so you know. <laughs> okay. And don't wear, don't wear your West Ham shirt either. <laughs> All right. Okay. Luckily, I don't have a West Ham shirt, so that'll work out nicely. Yes. Well, so we're talking about the managers. Uh, let's face it. There are some managers on the hot seat, and and yeah. in my mind, one of the top ones has to be Man Hughes, and I'm not going to try to say his name. Oligana Solskjaer, yes, yeah. yeah, the baby-faced assassin, as he was known. As That's a, right. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. his nickname, wasn't yeah. it? Um, they lost to Newcastle. Yeah. Whew. And it and it wasn't really that close. I mean, Newcastle, I felt like played better. Yeah. They they deserve that win. Yeah. And there was a feel-good story of the brothers. Yeah, that's right. Is it the Longstaff? Longstaffs, yeah. Matthew Longstaff scored the winning goal. Yes. On his debut. How about that? 19 years old, playing in your hometown. Yep. I mean, you couldn't have dreamt it any better than that. Yeah. A ginger. Um, a ginger, <laughs> yeah. A ginge. A ginge scores the, the winning goal against Man United at Newcastle. I mean, that's that's... That's, That's a fairy the tale. stuff of dreams. It is. It yeah. is. It's something that you could make a movie out of that. And probably the only person that wasn't happy on that team was his brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I yeah. know brothers, the way yeah. I think <laughs> I know brothers. That's right. <laughs> Although I think he gave him the champagne at the end. So it's funny because they get a bottle of champagne or whatever for the man of the match. I'm like, right. you know, if that happened in America, he couldn't even drink it. He's not even 21. He's That's a good point. He's 19 years old. <laughs> Can you in England? Is yeah, that... he's 18 in England. Okay. Yeah. So he could. He was able to knock that one back, I'm sure. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, great. What a great story, though, for him to score the winning goal. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I went to uh, uh, one of the gambling websites uh, in oh, England yeah. just yeah. to see what the odds are on who's going to get fired next. All right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. you can bet on yeah. anything in England, sure. right? Yeah. I may bring some money and do some betting when <laughs> I'm over there. <laughs> but uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ali. I'm just going to call him Ali. Ali Gunner. Yeah. yeah. He is uh, four to one odds. To be the next Premier League manager to uh, get yep. fired, but that's not the top one. Really? Yeah, there's two that are have higher uh, odds or better odds. Guess who's the number one? Well, maybe Pochettino. He's second. He's second. He's uh, got seven to two odds now. It was probably Steve Bruce, right? Was probably nope. no. He's nope. probably gone back down again a little bit. Yeah, no. It's Everton boss Marco Silva. He's a five yeah. to four favorite to get. I mean, they're in the bottom three right now. Yeah. Everton is in the bottom three. That's a good point. Yeah, they kind of gone a little bit under the radar just because of all of the highlights. We're talking about Man United's tr trouble, right? You know, and then you kind of forget about how Everton, a big club, realistically a top six, top eight club, they should be. I mean, and they spent a, a fortune in yes. the off season, yeah. and they have the they have the horses. I think. Yeah. No, you're you right. You look at that lineup, you're like, how are these guys not winning? Yeah, exactly. And they've played well in some games, and yeah. in other games, they look like they've never kicked the ball before. I know. I know. So, yeah, big, big trouble. So that's interesting that he's up there, yeah. So uh, let's uh, keep an eye on that yeah. uh, for those of you uh, keeping track at home. Yeah. Put, put your money 
on uh, Marco Silva. The, the the guys who place the odds, they're never wrong. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. There's something about it. I I don't know how they're always right, but yeah. they are usually right. Yeah, exactly. All right, so let's talk about your your team, Chelsea, yeah. because uh, they had a, a nice win over yeah. the weekend. Yeah, interesting. Well, i tell you a funny story about that. So I put the game on thinking it's going to be on, but it's not actually on NBC. Right. So I'm like, what am I going to do? So I I don't have the the pass the the, the gold gold pass. package. I don't either. So I I'm sitting down. I'm five minutes in. I'm debating. Shall I buy this? Shall I buy this? <laughs> How much is it? Any sixty four dollars because okay. I bought it. Okay. <laughs> because I wanted to watch the game. Yeah. And I'm like, I was so upset because on the other channel they had Arsenal versus. Um, whoever they were playing, Bournemouth, yeah. was on CNBC. Yeah, like who wants to see that game? Yeah, and yeah. no offense, but... <laughs> and I, that turned out to be a terrible game. Exactly, and you've got Man City in the other game, which was fine. Okay, I'll take Man City, but realistic, there's more Chelsea fans than Arsenal or Man City put together. So <laughs> why did we get shafted and get put on that? So I ended up buying it. It is what it is. I don't know how many more times I'll use it, but yeah. we'll see. Yeah, At I'm least not, I got to see the game. I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just not. That's uh, that's that's the way I'm looking at it. I will just deal with whatever they show me. Like I said, I only did it because Chelsea. I wanted to watch the Chelsea game, and I, I thought it was going to be on NBC. So your thoughts, uh, like uh, Pulisic, you know, our American fans. That's really who we care about yeah, is uh, right. you know Christian Pulisic, yeah. who actually played and played well. Yes, I mean to be fair, ten minutes in, yeah, you just, you just got the final ten minutes and the game was almost done by then. But right, you know, I there was so much talk during the week of um, how he needs to play better in training, how Frank really looks at how the players are doing, and uh, there was a little bit of intrigue. And I thought just thought it was interesting that he was the the subs that came on. Him and uh, Batshuayi came on. And they did great. They combined for the fourth goal, right. which, which was really nice. So, And then afterwards, uh, Lampard came out and said that we need these guys. And that's good. I mean, it's good for his confidence. Even so he's, though he's trying to – he's motivating him by – He is. He is. A little carrot and stick. Exactly. You know, and that's and that's fair. I mean, I mean, the tough thing is there's just a lot of good wingers. Willian was, I thought, fantastic well, in the game. Well, that guy's world class. He was tremendous. I watched him so much, really kind of was watching what his movements were and looking. He was, to me, was the best player on the field that day. Yeah. He was just causing so many problems, cutting inside, distributing, making some good passes, set up uh, Hudson-Odoi for a good chance early on in the second half. And Hudson-Odoi is a player, too. And he's good. I mean, again, and Mason and Mason yeah. Mount, too. I mean, yeah, you've got the youngsters there. Yes, um, I mean, it's nice. They're saying that there could be as many as six Chelsea players in the England team coming That's up. That's fantastic. So, really But you happy. know, that I, I read somewhere, and maybe this is not true, but uh, that uh, Pulisic made some comment about playing time, mm. and that got under Frank's skin. Maybe. maybe. And uh, that he was, I mean, this is he's just been showing him, like, look, kid, and I know we paid $80 million or whatever yeah. for you, but right. I'm the coach. Yeah, exactly. And to be fair, he didn't sign him. Lampard did not sign nope, him. He was true. there already there. And uh, so, yeah, I think he's, sometimes he's got to be careful what he says. You know, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully he learns from it. I, I think he's a pretty smart kid and he, he's going to work extremely hard. And 
Yeah. Uh, he'll get his chances. Get and, his chances. and as Adam always says, the coach is always right. <laughs> That's right. right. That's, he believes that only as the coach himself. <laughs> All right, Rick, we're going to take a quick break. Sounds good. We'll be right back. This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Fat bees can't mate. I am just happy to see you. <laughs> Scammer scammed. <laughs> My brush with Sting. And our celebrity guest, Chicago treasure, Barry Butler. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. The Tony Lasano Podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Radiomisfits.com. Lasano and Friends. I do this podcast. Really? Yeah, you should listen to it. What's it called? Well, Lasano and Friends. Lasano and Friends or Lasano and Friends? No, it's Lasano. It's totally different. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. It'd be nice if Tony were actually here today for this uh, promo we're doing. No, I think a promo stands on its own better when the star of the show is not in it whatsoever. Wow. Are we friends with each other or just Tony? I'm friends on Facebook. Yeah, we're hey, friends hey, on hey, Facebook. Hey, quite, quite, quite. Well, yeah. Lasano and Friends. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. So is this really a promo? How long are we going? <laughs> Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. All right. Uh, it's time to uh, explain the foreign tradition. And now, explain that foreign tradition, please. All right. This is going to be a this is going to be a sensitive subject, all right? I, a friend of mine pointed this out to me, our mutual friend Fritz. Yes, okay. Right? Uh, he said that he noticed... That there doesn't seem to be a magic word in the Premier League. Like, the players can go right up to a referee, mm-hmm. use the magic one, the big one, the big F. Yeah, the F-bomb, yep. And not um, not get a card or anything. But he thinks his his theory, and I've seen this happen a few times, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering about it. Right. His theory is you can say F-O okay. to the ref. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you know, <laughs> hey, F-O. But if you say F-U, that's crossing the line. Interesting. Um, I, we talked about this briefly before the show started, you and I, and and you are of the belief that F-U is even fine. Yes, yes. I think you can get away with either one. I think it's such a common use of the word. You hate to say that in England. And so they it's kind of part of the common vernacular. In it's terms not the of, Queen's English. It's not the Queen's English, but on the soccer field, it seems to anything kind of goes. And the referees, I think, can understand the emotion of the game. Okay. You know, and I think that's part of it. And I think, you know, when you look at a lot of the players they're from, working class, sure. growing up, this is maybe a big part of how they've grown up. Yeah. Um, so I can see that, but I, I don't think there's really any rhyme or reason between one or the other. Okay. So Fritz, you're incorrect. I think, but I'm just, I'm just saying that because yeah. it seems like that it can go either way. All right. And you, you believe um, that not only the, the magic word here, which is the F word. Yes. Um, there's the super duper magic word <laughs> that, that isn't even, even allowed to be uttered ever in America. Yeah. That's the C word. Right. And on the on the football pitch, that's perfectly fine too. Yep, I think in the even in the stands too. I mean, it's part of sentences. Wow. Yes, and uh, it's definitely something <laughs> that you need to kind of get used to. Okay. You know, I think in this country we're not used to that, but when you go over there, and I think you're going to hear it in the crowds too. I mean, and you'll hear it in the crowds. There's songs with those words in them. Really? Oh yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, you'll be singing along with it on, <laughs> okay. <laughs> when you're there against West Ham. So, but yeah, it's all part of the culture, and that and and that I think is probably 
the biggest change that people see from other countries they're like wow okay it's just how it is it's just just a little different and it's uh, funny because you know even in germany uh when i played in germany there there are magic words in germany i mean the germans are very the uh they don't accept foul language at all yes. on the field. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. I mean, and it's funny because there's a lot of opposite words. You know, the yeah. the biggest one that I always think of is the word fanny. Like fanny here in the United States is your, your hiney. Yeah. But it's actually the opposite part of the female oh. party if you said that in England. So you've got to be very careful when you wow. say that. So if, you know, if you walk around and say nice fanny... Obviously, they'd be like, Ooh. Can you give me like a little printout before we go so I don't... Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you got to be careful what you say. You know, it's like pants. Pants are underwear. So what? if I say nice pants, why are you commenting on my underwear type of thing? Wow. So all these okay. are little words you got to be careful of. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> all right. So I think we really learned something today. There you go. Well, i got a whole bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it's time to uh, guess that Premier League star. Uh, last week, uh, right. Adam had a good week. Yeah, it was better. Um, let's see if you can uh, do it again this week. Another. This is Now, again, when we do the guess the Premier League star, you can play along at home. Um, but let me also just say that... Uh, the idea is to beat Adam. All right. <laughs> and we start with the age. Yeah. Guess how old this week's is? 28. It's 28 oh, years old. Everybody's 28 <laughs> in the English Premier League. Go figure. Okay, here it is. He's the captain of his national team, but he's not the captain of his club team. Interesting. His mother is Surinamese. Surinamese. I'm not sure what that is. Suriname, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Surinamese, all right. Um, but as they say in, in Blazing Saddles, but truth be told, his father is Dutch. <laughs> okay. After he graduated the academy in his hometown, he was offered up to every every club in his home country, and they all passed. And he signed with Celtic in Scotland, or Celtic? Yeah, Celtic, yeah. Yeah, Celtic okay. in Scotland. That was his first professional right. team. So can I, am I going to guess? Are you going to guess already? Yeah. All right. Uh, is it Virgil van Dijk? Oh, my gosh. That is very good. Yes. Yes. I I, I thought you were going to get it when I mentioned Southampton. That's kind of where he came I, from. No, I, I remember when he played for Celtic, actually. Yeah, oh, okay. So before he came, went to Southampton. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. They they lost a lot of money on him, that's for sure. Did they? Yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, I think he went to Southampton for a small amount, and then uh, obviously Southampton made a, a nice Well, how about killing. the fact that he was offered to every team in Holland, and they all said no. Wow. They all passed on him. And when I was reading up about him, and this is the interesting thing to me, and this is kind of like a discussion about academies. Yeah, we'll yeah. be talking about the academy yeah, when yeah. we go to Chelsea. Yeah. But uh, the theory was that he had played too many games. Hmm. And at age 17, they thought he was worn out. Interesting. And that he had played too many games, and that's why nobody wanted him. Yeah. Even though he uh, is like a physical specimen. Yeah. Right? Tremendous, yeah. He's you just watch him in the games, and you know he's like when he stands next to Mane or someone like that, it's right, like right. Mane could fit in his pocket. <laughs> so well, anyway. I mean, he's he's up. He's probably regarded as probably one of the top three players in the world right now. Well, he was named Player of the Year in the Premier League yeah. last year, mm -hmm. and he was the runner-up for the the FIFA right. Player of the Year. Exactly by Messi, Who? probably. Yeah, Messi, yeah. I think won it. All right, go figure. 
All right. So last weekend we picked some games. Uh, we did very badly again oh, uh, on the scores. Now this coming week is international break. Yeah. Um, so we are picking games now here for the weekend of the 19th yep. of October. Right. All right. Um, and again, we're going to do this for the NBC app. If you yep. ever want to play along, it's free to play. And there's a $50,000 prize if you get all the games exactly correct. No one does it. All right. Yeah, certainly it's, don't copy us. They might as well call, They might as well make it a five hundred thousand dollar prize. You're absolutely right. I mean, they should give away more money because it's almost impossible. It really is. after last week. And it seems like it's not that hard. It's only five games. You know, there there aren't that many goals scored. You, yeah. If, I mean, how many options are there? But no. All right. Let's well, start with. Yeah, uh, well, to give you an idea, in the eight or weeks we've already been, I think I've only picked one exact score. Yes. Correct, and that yeah. was the Chelsea two nothing win over Brighton. That's, That's right. The only time I picked the correct score. Yeah, me so. too. <laughs> I, I think I've gotten one correct. <laughs> All right, so let's start with uh, Tottenham. Yeah, we briefly talked about them. Yeah. They're kind of in trouble right Big now. Big trouble. Big trouble. And they're playing against the team that's in even more trouble, and that's Watford. Mm. Right, Watford, bottom of the table, zero wins all year so far. Who's gonna, who's going to break first? <laughs> That's okay. That's a tough one. Um, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a draw, one-one draw. Okay, I, I've got Tottenham winning two nothing for no reason at all. Okay, <laughs> uh, Chelsea at home versus Newcastle. Newcastle coming off a big yeah. win off, yep. against Man United, but that was at home. That's right. That's right. This one's at Chelsea. Your thoughts? Uh, I think it's a comfortable win for the for the Blues in that one. I'm going to give that a three nil win for Chelsea. Okay, I have three one, but I don't know how Newcastle's going to score. But I, Chelsea's defense is. Have they had a clean sheet yet? No, they haven't. Yeah. This may be the first one. Okay. I'm hoping. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Crystal Palace at home against Man City. Man City is obviously Ooh. a terrible team. Yeah. They've lost two games yeah, now. Yeah, awful. <laughs> what, a, <laughs> what a mess they are. But, but I tell you, and Crystal Palace are very good at home. They are. Uh, Man City, I know, has always struggled at that place. Hmm. It's a tough one. I'm still going to go with Man City. I think they'll rebound. I think it'll be a 2-1 win for Man City. I've got it as a zero two, uh, uh, Man City okay. beating uh, Crystal Palace. I just can't see a Man City losing two in a row. Yeah, yeah. I a- and you know that they're motivated now. Yeah. After this past yeah. week, I think they may give up a goal just because defensively they're still a bit rough. Yeah, they might. That's but a that's a good idea. Offensively, they've got so much. Yeah, we'll get Zaha in there uh, uh, once or twice. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. All right. What about? Um, Man U at home against Liverpool. Now, Liverpool came back with another win. You know, they have always seem to figure out a way to do it. Man U sucks yes, right now. I tell you, shocking. I tell you what, I hate to say this. This could be the final nail in the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer coffin. Yeah. I'm going with a 4-0. Wow. Liverpool win. Wow. And that's it for Ole. He's, nope. he's out. I, I think Man United are in big trouble. Big trouble. Wow. 4 0 could be comprehensive. And we've talked about this before. Man, you fans really think of Liverpool as a bigger uh, uh, competitor than yeah. Man City, even, yeah. right? This is their rivalry game. Yeah. They, they actually see this as a big one. I think they'll be up for it, but I, I mean, they can't stop anybody right now. Yeah. I mean, as, as, as much as they struggle offensively, they're not going to score. Right. There's no way. Right. They just can't look like they're going to score. Right. All their forwards are out. Right. <laughs> 
And then defensively, I, I, I mean, they're going to have a hard time dealing with. And okay, I like that pick. Yeah. I, I, I'm going with one nothing Liverpool for no reason, uh, just because, uh, uh, you know, Liverpool um, has shown that they're not, you know, dominant yeah. so far this yeah. year. Right. They haven't really blown anybody out. Right. So I'm just going to go one one nil, even okay. though I, Liverpool wins for sure yeah. in my mind. Famous last words. <laughs> all right. Because uh, Liverpool has not lost all season. Yeah. Uh, Sheffield United against Arsenal. Right. Sheffield at home. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to be a home win for Sheffield United. We've talked about it. Yeah. Arsenal are shockingly right. terrible on the road. I don't know what's the deal. You know, why they travel so badly. And it's not that far. But I'm going to go with a 2-1 win for Sheffield United. That's exactly what I picked, too. So, uh, yeah, I think Arsenal is not going to do it on yep. the road. Yep. All right. It's time for another segment. And now, the latest Chicago-area soccer news. Soccer news. Soccer news. With Coach Adam. Coach Adam. What do you got? Yeah. So, again, busy this past weekend. We had about a dozen uh, coaches come out for our grassroots roadshow with U.S. Soccer. Uh, myself and Zach Crawford there set that up and we did that around our Soccer for Success program which was great we had uh, good numbers there so we did that and then also finished up a D license as well as a C license the previous week so got a few weeks off before we kind of start hitting uh, coaching education again Um, we're going to get some things going but doing a lot of club visits as well which is nice going out to some different places I was in Moline last week and heading out to um uh, Plainfield, I think uh, next week as well, and doing some different things down to Springfield as well. So, so when you go to these uh, to these clubs, mm-hmm. um, do you give tips for the youngsters? Tips for the youngsters, I do. I have a I have a jingle for that. Here we go. <laughs> Time now for Adam's tip for the youngsters. You got one? <laughs> oh wait, I, I'll try and give her one. So, All right. the the tips that I normally get, actually really the biggest tip is we're kind of really introducing the grassroots coaching education program and so whenever we have the kids out there the biggest thing we emphasize and we talk about it is play practice play so really emphasis of playing as much as you can getting as many touches as possible rather than standing in lines waiting for the ball to come so if if there's one tip i would say play get the touches in and then that's a great way to start a training session. And the kids love it. The kids absolutely love it. Well, that's that's why you play, is to play the game. Exactly. Right? I've never seen a kid walk by a soccer ball near a goal. Yeah. You know, an empty goal, and not kick it in the goal. There's something about, it. all right, let's go. You're right. <laughs> let's play the game. You're right. Well, I always say, you know, with the way we have it set up with the small-sided games, uh, one of the coach educators educators that i have a lot of respect for said this to me and i thought this was a great analogy was it's dessert at the beginning because every kid wants to scrimmage and wants to play the game of soccer at the end that's because that's what's what's the first thing kids ask when they come to practice when are we scrimmaging when are we playing they they don't say let's do some drills (laughs) exactly yeah so let's give it to them Hey, small-sided game yeah you got dessert at the beginning and at the end perfect and you know uh I've heard people say this, and I think there's some truth to that, that one of the advantages that the international community has over us is that, you know, kids in Europe or kids in South yeah. America, when they go out to play, they that's what they play. They play soccer in the streets, and they play it right. in the parks. And, and our kids, we have like two practices a week yeah. and a game, and, you know... 
You're right. We're doing too many things. Yeah. The kids are in too many things. We're, we're trying to emphasize to, to get the kids out. You know, yeah. it's like when we were kids, and I say this all the time to the coaches, when we were kids, we talk about how it was, we were being dragged in. Our parents were screaming, you got to come in for dinner. Right. Now we've got to get the kids to get out. Right, we're, exactly. We're dragging yeah. them out. Right. So Give me that phone. <laughs> Give me that iPad. Exactly. Yes. But yeah, All right. Yeah. So it's it's fun. Looking forward to meeting with the coaches and obviously working with the players, doing clinics, and then talking about our ODP program as well. Okay. It's time for... Now time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. All right, so programming note, uh, we're not going to do a show next week because it's the international break. Right. So I don't know if there's an international game you want to give us or if we're going to go right to next week. Uh, it's up to you. It's your yeah. tip. It's it, Adam's Weekend TV Tip. Sure. It's not Bricks. <laughs> so. Well, this weekend, if you're going to watch some international matches, um, you know, Friday's going to be a good day to watch it. You've got USA plays Cuba. On Friday, so the men's yeah. national team's playing. This is part of their Nations League uh, element. And then they'll play Canada midweek as well on the 15th. Okay. Um, and then England's also playing as well. Obviously, I'll be watching a little bit. They've got the Czech Republic oh. on the, on Friday. And then I believe they play Bulgaria middle of the week as well. All right. And then they move into the league. And then that following week is going to be a, a, some really good games. Uh, but probably the one that sticks out, we talked about it already. Man United versus Liverpool. Right. The Reds against the Reds. Exactly. I think that's going to be the game that could really, uh, you know, break break some hearts for maybe some coaches there uh, on Man United's side. So there may be some big shifts there. That's what I predict. So, you know, last week we talked briefly about the ugly kits. Yeah. And I saw you put a poll up there. Which uh, which one won uh, for the worst... uh I believe it was the whole city one, the Tigers. Okay. Yeah, the the Tiger Strip was the one that won. So, right. yeah, we need more people voting out there, though. Well, how about this week we vote on who the next coach is to get fired? Give them a, a couple of options. Definitely. We'll put that up there. All right. Yeah. All right. Special thanks to <clears throat> excuse me. Special thanks to our executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again in two weeks with another episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, it's Swedish car culture, plus another Swedish automotive first that is very significant. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and Luke Hostable for these stories and more on the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hey, this is Tony Lozano, and if you like podcasts, well, I'm the guy that you want to meet. Well, maybe, but I have my own called Nude Hippo, the podcast, and I do it with uh, many members of and friends, uh, including Kimmy. Hello. We feature some of the coolest guests, like... Brian Cheverini, Ginger Z, Mr. Skin, Tom Dreesen, and so many more. These are like milestone interviews. They're timeless, so this way... You could pick it up at any point. I suggest you start from the beginning. Nude Hippo, the podcast, and Opie Show. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. 